so what do we go over today? We went over uh, Sticks and Stones with Dave Chappelle, Richard Pryor, Paul Mooney, uh, Hydro, uh, Visco Girls. And I, ooh! <laughs> um, what else did we talk about? That was it. That was it. We spent a lot of time on Dave Chappelle. Good old Dave. Dave's hilarious. He can rub people the wrong way sometimes. But I appreciate him. Um, What's the show called again? Oh, yeah. This show is called Conscious Hypocrite. Yep, that's right. This is the show that you listen to. Yep. I'm Will. I am Carly. Um, thanks for joining us again. So let's get into it, yes? We getting into it. <laughs> okay. This segment is called, uh, This is How I Know I'm Getting Old. So there's this new thing going on um, that I'm 100% positive Will doesn't know about. So to set this up, <laughs> I uh, I want to ask you... Like, from high school and stuff, you remember, like, fads and kind of what different groups of people there were, like, uh, like, at your school. You remember, like, the way people dressed and how they were, like, yeah, in different like, cliques. Like, the, the punk rock kids. Yes, yes. Yeah, the goth. Uh-huh, like we talked about people who had yeah, the, yeah. couldn't wear their, their long jackets yeah, after you, Columbine or whatever. Right, you had the, uh, the sports dudes. The, the jocks. Yeah. Is that what you were? Were you in the jock crew? My my crew was blended. Yeah. Uh, you had the, I don't know what you call them. Uh, the comedians. The I don't know what you jokesters. Jokesters. Class yeah. clowns. It was a blended. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you had then you had your, your AP cats. Mm-hmm. Straight up squares. Uh. Um. You had your intellect cats. Yeah. You had your, uh, the dudes that played with, like, the magic cards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You had those cats. You had My the, school had a lot of preppy kids, for sure. You had one dude. One dude was selling rocks straight up. <laughs> Just the junkie. Straight rocks in his mouth. Like, like some shit off a movie. Mm-hmm. Miguel, I don't even know what happened to that cat. Did did each did each group kind of have their uniform? You know what I mean. Like, have you ever seen like like punk rock people? You know what I mean. How how they think they're so unique, but then you look at a group of them and they're all wearing kind of the same the thing. same thing. Yeah. In certain groups, yeah, but then you know, you, it, like the hip hop dudes, or whatever, like cats are like drawing their shoes and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you have your MCs and all that shit. You know. So what you, was your typical high school outfit? What was your... Do you remember, like, a super fly outfit? Like a fit? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you tell... I remember you telling me some freaking burnt shit about how you would have, like, be super matchy and you'd have to have, like, the Spongebob shirt with the yellow shoes no, whoa, 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 whoa. and the... <laughs> this was before Spongebob, right? Time out. <laughs> Did even, I get the wrong character? It's not even accurate at all. So what was it? What was, the, what was no, your matchy-matchy matchy fit? fucking wearing Spongebob in high school? What was your matchy matchy outfit? Didn't you say it would be like some cartoon? I had cross colors and shit. What do you mean? I, I thought no... you said you had like your little gold hoops and you had like a yellow sh- yellow shirt with some 
like Tweety Bird and then some yellow shoe. No, that wasn't you. That was not fucking me. Okay, so what was your what was your what was the <laughs> classic fit for you in high school? No fucking me at all. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I didn't have a classic fit in high school. I didn't have a lot of uh, I didn't have a lot of money and shit. Well, I guess I mean like like <laughs> what would be if you if you do you remember like an outfit that you really liked when uh, you were in high school? Fuck. I remember when I got like a Darren Woodson jersey. I thought that shit was dope. I don't know who that is. He played on the Raiders. Oh, okay. I got like a silver one. I thought that shit was hard. Right. Mm-hmm. And like these Nikes that came out that look like, uh, they look like Vans kind of, like low cut Vans, but they were Nikes. They look like sneakers? Like, you know, the check, your check. So they were Vans? like Vans, but they look like sneakers? They didn't look like they didn't look like sneakers. They look like Vans. Oh, they were, they were sneakers, but they looked like Vans. Yeah. And they, okay. They had a different cut to them. Uh, yeah, you know, I didn't have a a real fit. I like getting jerseys. Back in high school, I liked when I got like basketball jerseys and shit like that. It sounds like you were kind of a jock, honestly. If you're on the basketball team and you're wearing jerseys and stuff, that's what it sounds like to me. You probably didn't think you were, but you probably were. Hoodies and shit. Come to school in hoodies. Because I thought I, w- I thought I was I- under the radar in high school, but now that I'm looking back on it, I think I was probably part of the like intellect type group. Like now that I'm thinking about it, like I thought I was just an under the radar person, but I think I was part of more of like a we're on the smart classes and we hang out with each other and blah blah blah, you know. I don't know. Probably right. I think so. Um. But yeah, I had fun in high school. Okay, so <laughs> I say all that to say, there's a thing called a visco girl, and I had no idea what the fuck this was. What is a visco girl? And um, it's a new sub. It's a new. It's a new type of teenager, basically, that blends some of like. It it the components of it are stuff that I would. Are they visco guys? Can I guys don't be visco? Think so. Why not? Wait I mean, a minute. Maybe I don't know. This is some bullshit already. I don't know. Keep going. Um, but but this has to do. This is <laughs> is a combination of. Uh, I guess the girls could let them have they want. Let's go. Uh, stuff that you w- I would have got made fun of for having in middle school. So the. Characteristics of a visco girl are they wear like shell chokers, oversized t-shirts, scrunchies. They have to have one scrunchie on their wrist, one scrunchie in their hair. They carry around hydro flasks with them. They're usually rich um, and they like to look look like they're not wearing makeup but with a face of makeup. And they like to talk about the environment. Basically, it sounds like every girl in Santa Cruz. I'm fucking confused. Listen, okay, I'm gonna play this tick. This, this <laughs> I'm gonna play this for you, because the only reason I know about this, first of all, is because my students told me about it, or else I have, would have had no Hold idea. On. So wait a minute. That that's damn. I remember. I forget what ear it was, but I didn't have both my ears pierced at one point. It was just one side. Yeah. You got like a chain. Uh-huh. You know. And you would have like a. I remember having pieces on my chain. Uh, this is some whole other shit. You have to have a two two scrunchies. I think or three? I think you well. I think probably more the better the better. But you have to have at least one on your wrist and one in your hair. From what I gather. 
What? <laughs> the shit gets a little a little deep, and I'll get to that, that in a second. Sounds confusing. So I'm gonna play this 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 TikTok because TikTok's new Vine apparently. You're talking in code. But this is uh this is pretty much the quintessential Visco girl. I'm gonna put it so you can hear. Yeah, so I got these new metal straws. And... Oh hey, yeah, you can sit here. Are you new? <gasps> Wait, what is this? A plastic bottle? Are you kidding? You're destroying our planet. Do you have a hydro? You should get one. You know what? After school, I'll take you in my white Jeep and we could go buy one. It's okay. I'll pay for it. Anything to save the planet. <laughs> anyway, I just tried this new chapstick out. It's called Vert's Bees. I am addicted. Do you want some? Okay. Well, that's fine. Also, do you like making friendship bracelets? Because we can make some right now. You don't know how? Okay. How about you take these home and you learn. And then tomorrow we can make them. Also, I don't know what you're wearing, but it's not an oversized t-shirt. So I've got some scrunchies that you can borrow. Put one on your wrist and put one in your hair for a bun. And then go put this big t-shirt on. It's really important to look visco. Yeah, so that was, that's a visco girl. And uh, uh, my, my students what? and I have been ha- making jokes about it because they say that that's, I'm a visco girl. <laughs> Of my my canteen and I don't know it's funny. Essentially, these it's, <laughs> it's, it's made. This is what girls used to dress like in the dorms. Like the white girls were dressed like in the dorms in college. You know what I mean? So, um, it's just funny that it's like a scene now. Like that's the it's like a type. That's you know the what? Look. I mean? Yeah. So get this. So apparently, the things that Visco girls say in these videos and the things that they I've heard them in real life. They go. Like, that's how they laugh. It's like, and they go, and I oop, and I oop, which is from a meme. I'll show you. <laughs> Stop it. But he, but get this. So all, so the ski, 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 and the and I oop, are, <laughs> they're both from black Twitter. These are things that have been, that were stolen from black Twitter. Okay, here's the and I, and I oop. From black Twitter. Both, both of these have been stolen. Or from- I don't want to be nobody fucking babysitter. Hell, sometimes I may want to get fucked up and get carried to the car. Let me sit in my back seat. I've done it many a times. Cause I didn't want to get fucked up and drive, knowing I, I mean, be driving while I'm already fucked up. So, bitch, I crashed in my back seat for a couple of hours, and I oh. <laughs> so that's what Visco girls say, but it's from that, it's from Black Twitter. That dude, that that's Jasmine Masters. She's from Drag Race. She's from Drag Race. Yeah. Um, and I oh. But that and the are all from Black Twitter. Where's the I'll, Can you quit it with the shit? It's it's uh it's unbelievable. Yeah. So the sk, sk, sk is specifically from Black Twitter, but the and I oop is from Jasmine Masters. So um and yeah, I, these like preppy oop. white girls are rebranding themselves as Visco girls and taking these like huh. Black Twitter jokes basically and trying to make it their own. Oh man, that's great. Shout out to those girls, dude, for being so creative. Is that what that is? I just wonder how these things... <laughs> how does this start? Like, how does it become... Where does it start? How does it become a thing that everybody... That a, a huge group of people are doing? Like, where did this originate? You know what I mean? You believe in Google, right? Don't you do your Googles? <laughs> <laughs> how did Visco girls... Start. Oh, that's actually one of the most looked up thingies. There it is, right there. Uh, Never looked it up. 
Who are they and what do they want? <laughs> Visco girls, who are they and what do they want? Uh, so Visco, I already knew Visco was a photo editing. Yeah, I got a hydro flask. I got, yeah, you I got, do. That's why when you got so, Will bought a. That's uh, why why can't dudes be Visco? You know what I'm saying? So Will I bought got beads. Will bought a hydro flask this morning. I got and I, I, <laughs> we were in the line at Whole Foods, and I was like, "Are you sure you want to get that one?" Because I was thinking about the Visco girls. Hating dude. Oh man. I got obsidian beads. You know what I'm saying? What's good? That's not, it's not, you need a scrunchie. They didn't say anything about no damn obsidian beads. I got obsidian stones in my ear. That's also not what they said. What's good? I'm obsidian. That, nothing about this. You're, you're just saying, you're just, you're just adding more fuel to the fire of you being a hotep. That's really what you are. What the fuck? That's what you are. You know what the fuck that is? Yes, you do. I've told you. It's the people who are like, the conspiracy theorists who are like, and the, the the reason why they they want to keep the 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 black man down and his dick small so they put calcium in the water and what? blah blah blah. <laughs> no. Everything is a conspiracy again. I mean, everything is a conspiracy against black people. But no, this hotep shit is different. Hotep no. hotep people specifically are misogynistic though, and like very uh, like think that women should be domestic, and it's like a fucking Farrakhan shit. Not Farrakhan. Uh, no, who's the other guy? Not Farrakhan. Uh, who's the other guy? Not Ma- Farrakhan. Ma- Malcolm X? No, not Farrakhan. Who's the other big um, big uh, preacher guy? Not preacher guy, but you know what I mean. Do I mean Farrakhan? Uh, who is the other guy? You don't know who the guy is? Radical. <laughs> uh, I'm not speaking of Farrakhan. It's somebody else. And now it's going to bother me that I can't remember. But, you know, it's fine. No, uh, it isn't. What the fuck is his name? <laughs> it's really bothering me. Uh, I feel Elijah like he's on the- oh. Muhammad. The great Elijah no. Muhammad? Maybe I was thinking of Farrakhan this whole time. I don't it know. It is Farrakhan. I think I was thinking of Farrakhan. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever. I said Malcolm X, Elijah Muhammad, who else? No, I think it was Farrakhan. Yeah. Probably Farrakhan. Um, anyways, Farrakhan this is what, be speaking the truth though. So, uh, <laughs> Visco girl in pockets. In po- yes, in pockets. pockets. Farrak- that's a great Farrakhan does pockets does speak of, the truth in pockets. Pockets the truth, dude. Yes, you ain't yes. ready to hear it sometime. Yes, but he come. Uh, just yes, yes. Just like Dave Chappelle has pockets of pockets of comedy and truth yeah, in some problematic nuggets. stuff. Yeah, nuggets. so. Um, I don't know if this is, like, gonna be a thing that is just dead after a while, or if this is gonna continue to just be in the culture. Um, but I would have had no idea what this was if I hadn't been around middle school kids. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I. I would have. And I know, yeah. Literally, once I found out what this was, I texted my friends and was like, do you know what this is? Do you know what this is? I got a hydro flask. Yeah, you do. You can be the first Visco boy. Visco boy. <laughs> hey, are you new here? What? Here's a scrunchie for your hair. Excuse me. Oh, you having a scrunchie in your in your hair would be funny because you don't have your hair is really short. I don't know how you can put a scrunchie on you. You'd have to. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. You think I need to remake the our logo to have you with short hair? 
yeah, well, you ain't even in the logo yeah. t- talking about it. How many people think that Car- that Carly needs to be in the logo? I'd like to hear your feedback on that. Let us know. Okay, is that it for our Visco talk? Visco talk. <laughs> this has been the Visco the Visco segment with Carly. Ashes, and Will. Ew. Yeah, I'm kind of all about it though. It's very my <laughs> aesthetic, like you know the baggy tees and stuff. The baggy tees and the scrunchies is pretty pretty cool. I can't wait. So re- so they look like <laughs> white girls from TLC, dude. Get out of here. White girls from T. Oh, you mean like the sh- like yeah. on the ch- I thought you meant like. Oh, you need some some suspenders. And- I mean, this is a look that white girls have been doing for a very long time. It's just funny that it's like a whole. It's a thing now. Um, so You gotta be rich, though. Isn't one of the qualifications you gotta be rich to be in the group? I mean, you can fake it. Till you, you know make I mean? it. Yeah. Sounds- but this also goes... This also ties into the whole thing of, like, white people wanting to dress like that they don't have the money that they have. You know what I mean? It goes in with that whole kind of like the hipster boy thing where it's like you got the ripped jeans and you you look like, you know, you're broke, but the the t-shirt you're wearing is like... 50 bucks from Urban Outfitters and you're wearing distressed jeans that you what got if from... it isn't, though? That's not... <laughs> this is not called devil's advocate time. This is called rolling with what Carly's saying. All right, word. I'm rolling with it. Yes. But yes, the whole aesthetic <laughs> of trying to look like you're dressing down when everything you're wearing is very expensive. That's that whole... Uh, but I'm also, okay, so my school is going to be doing a spirit week and we are going to have Visco Girl Day. Visco Girl slash Meme Day. So, I'm excited to dress up like a Visco girl for school. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So okay. I'll, I guess I'll know it when I see it now on the streets. Yeah, you will. Keep an eye out, because I'm sure there's a ton where we live that are just out and about. I'm going I'm to peep those hydro flasks. Yeah, yeah. Scrunchies. And then you can give them scrunchie a little... Scrunchie on one you, hand? What arm? What hand? Scrunch. You got to have a scrunchie in your hair and a scrunchie on your wrist. What wrist? Does it, does it matter? I don't know. I didn't get that far. All right. Yeah. We'll you, if you see one, if you see a Visco on the street, though, you could give them a little... Yeah. And I... And I... And I... Okay. So for all the people who are equally as old as we are listening to this, now you now you can relate to the kids. You're welcome. Yeah. All right. So this is going to be our semi pop culture-y segment, except for it's totally about people that aren't really super relevant right now. (laughs) But this is just like a wild story. Yeah, it is a wild story. So I asked Will if he had heard, what he knew about this situation. And he said (laughs) not that much, but he kind of had heard about it. So tell me what you, what you know about this Paul Mooney stuff. So all I, all I, all I heard was, I guess Paul Mooney uh, and Richard Pryor had beef to the effect that Richard Pryor put a hit out on him. Wanted to. Wanted to yeah. put a hit out on him. And it was because he had sex He had sex with his son. or Paul Mooney had sex with Richard Pryor's Richard Pryor's son. Yeah. son. yeah. Um, yeah. And that's what I heard about. That's what you heard. Okay. That's all I heard. So the reason this whole <laughs> came up, if you don't know who Paul Mooney is, he's a comedian. Um, he was on Dave Chappelle. He famously on uh, Chappelle's show and um, stand-up comedian. Um, Anything before Chappelle's show? Like? Movies and stuff? Or, I mean, he did stand-up. He did stand-up? Yeah. 
I mean, I knew I only knew him from Chappelle's from show. Chappelle show. From okay. Chappelle's show. Okay, all right. Yeah, but so um, Richard Pryor's bodyguard came out with a book, and all so right. that's how this. That's why this is all back in. Why this is even being talked being about talked is because about. Richard Pryor's bodyguard came out with a book, and in it he alleges that Paul mm. Mooney, um, had sex with Richard Pryor Jr. So TMZ tracks down Richard Pryor Jr who's just minding his fucking own business. <laughs> and they ask him about it. And Richard Pryor Jr. essentially says, like... Um, oh, I wonder if we could play the clip. Let me see if, if I can get this to work. I wonder if I could play this. Yeah, let me see if I could save this. Oh, stop. I want to talk to you about the, uh, the claims from Sean Khan that you and Paul Mooney had a sexual relationship back in the 80s. Is there any truth to that? I know that Paul Mooney's denied it. Well, whatever happened in my life, uh, it happened when I was young, uh, way way before the 80s. So, okay. okay, so was it a consensual relationship? How could, it be, how could any relationship be consensual if I was a teenager? Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it was, no. it was a long time ago. Um, yeah. And Paul, Paul Mooney's denied the claim, so do you have anything you want to say to him? Well, I, no, I really have nothing to say at all about the situation. Were you aware of the of the alleged hate that your father put out on Paul Mooney uh, that Rashawn Khan claims? No, I'm done. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate. Okay, so he doesn't he doesn't actually say that Paul Mooney did this, but he doesn't he doesn't deny that anything. Like they're asking him to Paul Mooney, and he's like, "Some stuff happened to me." And the guy says, was it consensual? And he's like, no, I wasn't of age. Nothing can be consensual because I wasn't of age, basically. Right. So, basically, to me, it seemed like he was trying to keep it as less mess, as keep the mess as little as possible while still not denying that it actually no, no. actually happened. So, no. he did, but he didn't say Paul Mooney by name. Um, however... Uh, I believe it. Richard Pryor's ex, <laughs> Richard Pryor's wi- oh, not his ex. I'm sorry, Richard Pryor's widow. I so it. I don't know if this is Richard Pryor Jr.'s mother or if this is just um, Richard Pryor's wife from when he died. Either way, she said she has a recording of of Richard Pryor Jr. saying what happened. She says she's got a recording of him saying that Paul Mooney like has a recording of it. From some kind of family function where he was talking about it. Wow. So. I, I believe it because Richard Pryor was wilding back in the day, according to Quincy Jones. But what does Richard Pryor's wilding have to do with Paul Mooney messing with his son? Him keeping company with people who are right. wilding? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Not being properly supervised. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. That's yeah, a great point. That's a great that's point. That's all. Yeah. But, but that's, hey, Paul, you messed up, bro. Yeah. So he's been canceling shows because of all this you messed up, stuff Paul. that's been going on. Yeah. Um, let's see. Is there anything else? Because you was on? probably dipping in the Quaaludes, too. We're rich. Right. Right. Is there anything else going on in pop culture that we can talk about? Nah. That was all. That's all I. Right. Wind to me. right, but this does connect to uh, to Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle, which is the next thing that we're going to be talking about in our kind of conscious hypocrite segment. Because Paul Moody is... He was on Chappelle's show, and they're friends. And he's he's gay, right? Well, Paul Mooney, I don't think he's ever come out. 
but he's he's one of those down low people. Maybe um, that Dave Chappelle is trying to talk about. Down low cat. All right. Um. So we watched a Dave Chappelle special on Netflix called Sticks and Stones. Um. What like last week? Yeah, and this is his his newest <coughs> special. And it was yeah, his newest special, and apparently he's coming out with six, and this is like I think his. Fourth? Was it his third or third or his fourth? And he was in Atlanta. Yeah, he was in Atlanta. Um. So he was in Atlanta, and you know, Atlanta has uh the rapper uh the what word am I looking for reputation. the rep- rep- reputation for having like uh, dudes in the closet. So that was like his coming out joke. Yeah. Um. In the in the in the special, and you could already see some people didn't laugh. Yeah. Um. In the crowd, <laughs> I laughed at that. I laughed at that fact that some people didn't laugh. Right. 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 That, that yeah, Atlanta good. is 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 known for being a very gay city, but and also a very black city. And when right. you have a like bl- lots of black people and gay people overlapping, there's always the joke that a lot of them are down low people, so aren't out basically. Yeah. So that was the the tone he was setting for his uh, sticks and stones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, me as a, me as a straight uh man, uh, I guess I didn't have like they were offensive, but you know I didn't they didn't bother me. It didn't his jokes. His jokes. So you need, I need you to be specific though, because so far you've only said that he made a joke about people people being in the closet oh he didn't really speak on what he was saying he made jokes about gay people about trans um he used the word faggot a couple times in there um but he did also he was trying to he made a point with in the stand-up people uh What people saying what he can't say and what he can say, and he was he always wondered why he could use the word nigga, but he couldn't use the word faggot. And so his well, so the way that joke played out was, he said, he said the backlash with him using that that f word is that he can't he's not allowed to use that word. Because he's not part of that community. Right. And so his response to that was... Well, I don't... You don't remember? I don't remember. He said, if I can use the N-word, but I'm not... I'm not a nigga. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was his response. His response was, well... Which, I mean, it's kind of of a cop-out response. Because I think that I do... on, On one hand, I do think that it is doesn't make sense why they let 
if this word is supposed to be so bad, but it's okay for him to just keep saying it. Yeah. But I do think he should not say things. I do think he does not have the right to say that word because he's not part of that community. So that was the the thing about this special in particular is he said quite a few offensive things, but, but they were to make a bigger point that was very well executed. (laughs) So it was like, he was saying stuff that was messed up. But it was kind of, like, used as a block to make a point that actually made sense. Um, yeah. the There's a few things he said that I thought probably did a little more harm than good. Like, he was talking about how... I, first of all, I think he doubled down on making on talking about trans people. Because in previous specials he's gotten in trouble for making jokes about the trans community. And I think the reason, I think because that happened, he was wanting to be like, oh yeah, well I'm going to double down on it this time. So that's one thing. But um, he was talking about how just the concept that of, of somebody, of somebody realizing that they're, that they're the wrong gender is funny. He said that that's just, I mean, what a weird predicament to predicament be in, to which be in. I think, I mean, yeah, I mean, it is, it's, it's strange, yeah. you know, much like many things that happen to people, um, in their life, you know, right. like that could be, you know, uh, yeah, that where uh, they, where um, they realize something that's, that's out of the ordinary, that it, that can be comical. Yeah. But when he was saying that one of the examples he, he used to back it up, he said, it would be like if I woke up one day and realized I was Chinese and it was like comparing so, so called being transracial, like fucking Rachel Dolezal to being transgender is so complete. Like it totally, it totally, uh, trivializes the trans community. Like he had made a great point, but then he used that example of of it's like if I woke up Chinese and it's like there's no such thing as being transracial. There is something as as there is such thing as being transgender. There's no no such thing as being transracial <laughs> at all. And so that was really I was really a mess up thing thing for him to say. And then he went on to do some pretty like you know uh, obviously for comedic effect purposely racist. Asian accent, like Chinese accents, yeah, you know, to to just make it even more ridiculous. But all of that was unnecessary. But he was having a conversation with his wife. He does it with his wife, right? But just because he has an Asian wife doesn't mean that this is what he should be using his platform to. I mean, his Asian wife, and that okay. Yeah, but he's a he's a comedian, and all comedians they use pain. True. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing that is so um, interesting about his special is, like I said, it was all to make. For the most part, I can't say. I mean, I did. I did think it was. It was. It was a good. It was just there's certain parts of it that I would have taken out or don't agree with. Basically, like he made a really great. He had this really great long joke where he was talking about. Um, LGBT, and he was calling them by the letters. He was like, the L, the B, the G, the T. And he was talking about how the G's driving the car. The L's in the passenger seat. And then in the back is the B and the T. And and it was like a very um, well-made joke. And he's talking about how 
the G's in the car, it, it, the one driving it, because because a lot of G's are white men, and so they know how to deal, in, you know, with these situations because they're the oppressors in a lot of situations. I think he should have focused a lot of the special more on, on that aspect than, than getting on the trans community, and 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 in that same joke he was talking about, you know, the the. The T's in the back in the back seat looking out the window, and whatever the T says, everyone gets on them, even if it's if it's something that that doesn't that's not offensive. Like the T the T has to go to the bathroom, and everyone's like, "Shut up back there!" You know, yeah. it was a very. There's not know, another bathroom for six states. Yeah, so it was like <laughs> he that joke could have gone in a totally different. Like he could have added so much more to that that wasn't about him punching down and making fun of trans people like that that whole scenario he had was great and i think that um dave chappelle i think that dave chappelle is out of touch with um regular people Hmm. because in in this in this special he talked about he kind of defended kevin hart and defended louis ck um for being having those different that cancel culture coming after them for Louis C.K. jerking off and for Kevin Hart um, saying anti-gay stuff. So he was talking about, you know, what you can say and what you can say in, in cancel culture. And he was talking about how he's got gay friends, but he still makes these jokes, you know, whatever, whatever. But I think that he has lost touch, lost touch with how shit is in other places. Like, Dave Chappelle may have gay friends that are part of his whatever community he rolls with, whether that be a rich community, a Hollywood community, the community he lives in, you know. And so these people are like, oh, that, you know, your joke is funny. Like, I get it. Like, you're being funny. But at the end of the day, 16 plus... Black trans women have been murdered in this country in the last year. Yeah, he and they're being murdered in poor... Fu- these are black women who are being murdered in these places that are like... You know, podunk places, big cities, places places where there's not the, the kind of... The, they don't feel the safety that I'm sure Dave Chappelle's gay friends feel. You know what I mean? They, right. His friends probably have some kind of feel so safe in the places that they're at that when Dave Ch- when their friend Dave Chappelle makes these jokes, they can laugh at it and they can just see it as a joke. Whereas these other people who live in these communities can see how his jokes are going to be fuel for mi- their mistreatment. Right. And so that's, that's the thing that I have a problem with. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. But that was a uh, that was long winded. I forget what I was gonna say. Uh, that's what comics do. I mean, he could have. I, I think he's aware of that. Right. Well, to say, I don't to, know if to, he's aware to, of the to, mur- of the to, murders like that. I think he's aware. Of, I think he's aware of all that. But he didn't. He didn't. He didn't focus on that because you still got. All type of people still get murdered in the streets. You got little black kids still getting shot by cops. All type of shit. Um, for for what reason he f- wanted to focus on that topic, 
I don't know. I think it was. I think it was mostly because of his the backlash from his other specials. I think that's why he wanted to kind of be like. And I don't quite remember the joke that he got in trouble with. Uh, that he got in trouble for from the last special, but I remember it being executed uh, not as well as these ones. Like I remember the, when he did make that original trans joke. Um, that people were really upset about. I remember that one being very lazy. Whereas these ones, it seemed like he was trying to add layers to it and make fun of the situation, uh, but also kind of try to toe the line between what comedians can and can't say. Yeah, I mean, well, he's one of the... And he ain't even nothing new under the will. Uh, to Eddie Murphy, to to Richard Pryor, right? Uh, they always say something edgy, and it's gonna rub people the wrong way. And some people ain't gonna have a problem with it, um, right? Right, right. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I think for the most part. He said for everything that he said that I didn't like, he did try to have some self-awareness about himself. Like he did speak on how he thinks, you know, trans people have gotten a raw deal (laughs) from society and how they're not, you know, all these things. And, And he did make jokes that were funny that only Dave Chappelle could get away with because only he can write like that. And he's a black comedian who is who is smart and writes well if this was anybody else it would have been not executed the way it was executed and it would have seemed way more fucked up coming from a straight white male comedian you know right but all these trans people who are being murdered are black trans women you know so it's like also i just wonder how well he didn't bring awareness to that so maybe that's your you have a problem with that aspect of the sketch and maybe some way he could have brought more awareness to black trans women. That's that's murdered. that's the thing is it's like he could have he could have because there is such a difference in 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 the way society treats white gay men versus any queer people well, of that's, color. That's why so he, he could but he could have use that as more he could have made way more jokes about gay straight I mean that's why, about gay white men than he could have the whole trans that's, community. That's why he said the the white the white one is driving it. The the gay dude is driving the car. Well, he only mentioned he only he only said like oh some of them are some of them are white like he what I'm saying is that small little part in his bit he could have ex, like expanded on and that could have been a, the whole section was him talking about how 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 the how the white gays have such a different. Um, relationship with oppression than the other like he could have gone a whole different direction and then 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 continuing to punch down on the trans community you know that's just my thought all right but i've laughed out loud several times you know he had a lot of great jokes um the other thing that he's been getting in hot water in from this is what he said about michael jackson Oh, you said Michael Jackson didn't do it? Yeah. Shh. Eesh. I, look, I don't, yeah, I don't. 
he did. <laughs> I won't even. I won't even get into some of the specific jokes he made about it. They were pretty funny, but also we forget that like comedians aren't telling the truth all the time. Like comedy, like just because he said he may have said that he doesn't think Michael Jackson did it for the comedic effect to set up some of these jokes that he had. He might not actually think that. Right. He may just have been saying it in. But it's hard because people, obviously, you're going to be saying something and you're up on stage as yourself. You're not an actor. You're on stage as yourself and people are going to believe what what you're saying is how you're feeling, you know? I don't know what Mike did, but there was a lot of evidence pointing that he was chilling with a lot of kids at the time. It's kind of strange. <laughs> it's my opinion. It's kind of strange. Yeah. But anyway... Yeah. I'm not 40. I wouldn't be 40 just hanging out with 10-year-olds. Right. And one of the things he said was like... And I coach. I coach kids. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They cool, but, you know, we ain't gonna hang out. And I'm I'm not gonna get them donuts and shit. Right. And meet up. Give them rings and and jewelry. Yeah, nah. Yeah, we ain't having candy and sleepovers. Yeah, yeah. If that's that's what's happening, that's kind of... Whatever. Yeah, one anyway. of the one of uh, <laughs> Michael Jackson's uh, accusers was talking about how he was really offended that Netflix let him get away, like let him like mad at Netflix for um for being a part of this whole thing. Uh, so yeah, but I don't know. I don't know how he really feels about the situation. But it's just to get controversy too. That's what the com- that's what True. comedians do. They talk about a subject that is uh, diff- d- difficult, yeah, and they, you know, they speak their mind on it. Yeah, yeah. I do think though that I guess overall it se- seemed a little tone deaf as far as like I've heard so many comedians be like, "Oh, this cancel culture," and you know, you can't say anything. And I understand that they're, ups- I mean, as a comedian, you'd be upset about that, but it just kind of seems like a broken record. Like I've heard so many co- comedians say that and how it's they feel like they should say whatever they want it's just like you can do that but you have to be funny about it and you got to be okay with there being a backlash because that's going to be part of the whole thing right um i think you did a good job yeah yeah and i think again like you can have opposing i mean i I know that by watching it you know i'm giving him money and stuff like that and Mm. I I just think it's all right to just uh, disagree with some of the things that he says. Right. I'm not a I'm not a new fan of Dave Chappelle. Right. Either. Right. Uh, I've been down with Dave. I've We've seen with, Dave Chappelle live. Yeah. You know. Um, and I know how some of his jokes can make like uh, you say like the right wing people like laughing like you see you know yeah and that's another thing is is we, we were reading that 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 some of these conservative uh like tea party type you know uh those 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 well, those white people on twitter who just make fun of liberals because they think everyone's so set too sensitive and make fun of social justice warriors and stuff like that are well, all latching on to dave Chappelle and dave just Chappelle, thinking this is great you yeah know? but dave Chappelle gets on the clan and all that shit so it don't matter they just trying to 
It's right. To, but these are but these are trying to latch on. These are the conservative people. Not these are not the clan conservative people. These are just the conservative people who think that liberals are too who think that all liberals are too soft and air yeah, on Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. On on and politically correct and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um and also it's like this is this is this is Dave Chappelle's been around for a minute and we're seeing all these comedians like, you know, Ali Wong and Aziz and people who can make whole specials where they don't have, there's no, they can, they can write whole entire specials where they're not being problematic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Aziz got caught up in his own problematic stuff yeah, he, that he talked about on his special in an amazing way. If you haven't seen his, his stand-up special yet, the new one, I forgot what it's called, but it's, it's on Netflix. But I mean, this it's, you can be a comedian without having to, to do all this stuff. I think Dave Chappelle was trying to make a point with this because of the backlash from his other specials. Yeah, that, I think that you could say that and also how they were like, it's civil rights for all, you get what I'm saying? Like equal equal rights for everybody. Yes. Uh, it's it's difficult because he's a black, he's a black male and he still right. see, he, he still see black people not get the fair shake of the stick. But it's like all these things of like, everyone always says it's almost like it's gay rights versus, it's gay rights versus uh, black rights. Black and they doesn't realize that it, this is a, it's a it's freaking, a, it's a fucking overlap. Like yeah. all of the, you know how many black lives matter the the activist like DeRay is a gay black man like right. all these activists who are championing for Black Lives Matter there's a ton of gay people and who that, are the ones who are the ones championing for Black Lives Matter not yeah. not just gay Black Lives it, Matter it like does overlap yes and so you hear people talk about we talked about this on another episode too I feel like but talk about it like it's black people versus gay people and that's not nah it's not that it's it's all the same it's thing the which same is thing. why yeah. All these trans women who are being mur- all these specifically black trans women who are being murdered. It's a it's a it's a black it's a it's a it's a civil rights issue. It's a black people issue, but it's not being it's not getting the same press as right. police bruta- as 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 police brutality stuff. Also, be- probably because these black tra- trans women are being murdered by other black men. It's not a situation where it's like a police brutality situation yeah. or a white versus black. It's like these women are getting murdered in their own in their own neighborhoods because of the way that they are, you know. That's a whole nother story. Yes, that is a whole nother story. Keep it on that down low. Oof. Down low. Yeah. So. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. So yeah, watch it, watch it though, because I w- I would like to 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 hear what people think about it. I I put something out on our um on our Instagram asking people for comments and mostly it was just people saying positive stuff. You know, I didn't, I was expecting to hear some, some people saying some critique stuff, but it was, I mean, it's also Instagram, you know, people were just sending me emojis and stuff. So, but watch the whole documentary and tell us, tell us what you think. Yeah. Actually, especially our uh, queer listeners out there. I'd be very, very interested to know what you think about, about, um, about these jokes. 
Right. Okay. Okay. Last thing I, I have to say, I remember. So in the in the beginning of the segment, we talked about him saying the f word, and how, um. The way that he said it in this documentary, and the face that he made when he said it, like he was super smug about saying it, and he was saying it super loud, and like kind of looking around, super smug. It reminded me of the, of the white boy in my. <laughs> In high school, yeah. in my liter- in my literature class, who would be reading Huck Finn and the N-word would pop up and he'd say it so loud mm-hmm. and so smugly and look around at everybody like, ooh, mm-hmm. look what I'm saying. That's what Dave Chappelle shit reminded me of. And that's not okay. <laughs> he reminded me of that smug-ass white boy who's saying something like, look at what I'm saying. <laughs> you you know? get fined if you say that word in, in the NBA, but you don't get fined if you use the other word, the N-word. Oh, and see, I mean, and that's not okay. That's all I could. Th- that's not, and that's not okay. Kobe and so that, but that's the thing. Dave Chappelle was trying to make a comment on kind of that about how this is okay, but that's not. It just he could have done it in a different way. I'm just saying. I see. I knew where he was getting at because I remember Kobe Bryant got fined like like twenty G's, ten G's, or something because he said the word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I mean, but they use that. That's like. They throwing that. That's like common. They, that's how. That's how. That's how. They, that's how they talk on, on the yeah. court. Yeah. 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 Okay. But Do any, we have anything else to say anyway, about this? Uh, nah. Okay. Um. So on next, we'll get to um a really nice uh listener comment. So we got a lovely uh listener response from my friend and ex coworker Laurel. And she had some pretty interesting stuff to say. She used to, well, she still does, I'm sure. But I remember her doing presentations on unconscious, unconscious bias. You know what that is? Unconscious bias. Yeah. We've kind of talked about it in episodes before, but not, we haven't given it that name. But it's kind of like when people, uh don't know that they're being racist <laughs> or like have certain biases like like just because of like, like white teacher like 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 teachers um getting the black kid in trouble yeah but for doing the same thing that the white kid's doing and not realizing that they're doing, doing that, the, that they're doing that the they're same. doing that yeah that's kind of what unconscious bias is and there's a lot of deeper things to that but um but yeah so laurel uh kind of gave a response to some things we talked about earlier. Uh, I'm going to play the audio clip in a minute, but a couple things she attached in her email that are not in the audio clip was that, do you remember when we talked in the episode about the pimps and hoes party that I went to? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I remember she, that. she, she went to Berkeley high and she was talking about how, when her brother was at Berkeley high. So this is probably around the time that I was in high school. Um, they had like a, they had a spirit week and pimps and hoes was like one of the days for spirit week. Yeah. But I mean, I wonder, and maybe she can give me a response to this. At Berkeley High, I imagine it's way more diverse. So having it as a Spirit Week, I would imagine there's more black people dressed, black people, white people, and other ethnicities dressed up as that. I would think versus the party that I went to, where it was like mostly white people at the party. You know. I guess it all depends where you at. I guess it all depends where you're at. Yeah. Um, she also uh <laughs> mentioned. Do you remember when we were talking about Neil deGrasse Tyson getting in hot water over the gun 
situation, he was talking about how, well, people die from, uh, you know, heart attacks. When he said that stupid ass shit on Twitter. Yeah, on Twitter, yeah. And she was saying, you know, he could have done a better job of talking about how people of color die from these things more than, you know, he could have spun it in a whole different way where it focused on how people of color are more predominantly impacted by certain things than white people, yet white people are the ones who are shooting up school. You know, I don't know. She she could have had a more, he could have had a more astute sort of uh, explanation for why he was tweeting that, but he didn't. Um, so... Laurel gave us some really, uh, a really cute, um, uh, appreciation of the pod with some, some added extra stuff. So I'm going to play that for you guys right now. Let's just say thanks again for doing what you're doing. Um, I love listening to Conscious Hypocrite, whether I'm cleaning my room or on a run, which is why I'm a little winded right now. Um, or if I'm driving, it always gets me thinking about all your different conversation topics, I think it's super important that you're doing it. There aren't very many podcasts, um, at least that I've been able to find, that are talking about, um, you know, how we're treating each other as humans. And definitely having these conversations is really important. And having access to more opinions and ideas is really important. Um, Which leads me to what I wanted to just add a little comment to. Um, I was listening to episode 8, which was called... Um, that was, I guess, I th- it was something like that. Um, but you were talking about how the new Ariel for the new Little Mermaid is going to be Halle Bailey, I think is the actress's name, right? Um, and she's black. And you were talking about how that is a good thing, but p- some people are, you know, freaking out. Um, but Will started talking about how it's important too, because... You know, people of color are portrayed pretty negatively in the media, which I agree is very true. Um, But I just want to add on to that is that it is important for, you know, little girls, boys, you know, everyone to see that their um, race, culture, ethnicity are being represented. Um, It's also important for, you know, other groups of people who are different than whoever is being represented um see it too so for example the little mermaid will be good for as you said um little black girls to see that there's representation for them too it's also important even for you know these white kids to finally see other people in movies and tv because unconscious biases start you know negative unconscious biases start when people aren't exposed to enough um, of what is different from themselves, right? So if they're not getting exposed to positive things of other races, cultures, ethnicities, um, religions, then they don't have the capacity to understand it as well. Um, And that's how we get our unconscious biases, which, you know, end up forming um, these, you know, sometimes even dangerous, um, macroaggressions or more often though microaggressions that can be really exhausting to people. Um, so that's why everyone needs to work harder to, you know, see content that, you know, see, listen, whatever, read content that is from different backgrounds than themselves. Um, but it's also important that, you know, the people in charge of making sure that that content gets 
created are doing their part too. So yeah, there should be um, Disney princesses of everything. Um, Yeah, that was just my thought (laughs) as I was listening to that episode. Um, You guys or y'all are doing a great job. Keep it up. Excited to try to catch up and listen to all the podcasts. All right. Bye. So thanks to Laurel for that response. You can send us audio clips or write to us at chypocritepod at gmail or hit us up on Instagram. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Give us reviews on Apple. Yeah. Do you have any closing statements? Do I have any closing statements? You do a lot of repeating the questions Um, that I ask you. I've noticed that. You have? Good. Good for noticing that. Thanks. Um, By the time you guys listen to this, some of you guys, it'll be Labor Day tomorrow. Yes. And I'm going to Hyro Day. Yeah, Hieroglyphics Day. I'm taking the day off. Yeah, we're going to a block party in Oakland. Yeah, my cousin's going to be performing. Cousins. Cousins, oh yeah, my cousins are going to be performing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they're in a group called the Midnight Hour. Yeah. Andre Young. Adrian. Adrian Young. Mm-hmm. And Ali Shahid. Muhammad. Muhammad. Yeah. Yeah. Look up the Minute Hour. They're pretty dope. They are. And their family also. Yeah. So stay safe out there. Stay hydrated with your hydro flask. Yeah, please stay hydrated. Thank you for listening. <laughs>